And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Hello once again, everyone, and welcome aboard for another exciting hour of music, mirth, merriment, madness, and whatever else walks through the door. We've got a whole hour full of some great indie music, a new guest, we've got returning guests, and we've got a guy by the name of John Steele, who's going to give us a track off his brand new album called Jane. Fate, my 
sind. And there you go, that's Jane. The gentleman's name is John Steele. And uh, he's a 38-year-old uh, Air Force veteran who's a composer, has a passion for music, and he's been cultivating that since he was 16 years old when he started writing songs and lyrics a little more seriously since about, oh, you know, the last 10 years or so. And in 07, he released his first album, which was a collection of original music in different styles, from ballad to country to rock, through 19 tracks. And he demonstrated his talents, writing into his songs, motivational and inspirational themes that, well, kind of real life uh, situations. Today, he's back with a new release, the second volume, 12 tracks, and uh, selected from his production, linked by a pop rock style that's rooted in his music. And a collection is from the Hermitage Pennsylvania Museum, is now available on all digital outlets. And uh, we want to thank uh, Mike and our friends at MTS Management and Records for turning us on to John Steele and uh, his new single called Jane. John Bon Jovial, what'd you think? Oh, I, I liked it. And even though I know it wasn't a cover per se, I think that Lou Reed would have been interested in the derivation of a theme on Sweet Jane. Uh, I, you know, it, it, it's that was the first yeah. thing that I thought of, and I and and I'm not saying that as if. Uh, Mr. Steele ripped off Lou Reed. Not not at all. Uh, but it made me think. No, of no, it. no. I and I think yeah. it was kind of a complimentary piece of music to it. I agree. I I, I picked. I, I selected uh, music from this album uh, because of its its originality. It's it's unique, and the I think the starkness of the instrumentation just accents the power of the lyrics. He's got uh, really strong lyrics and. Uh, uh, Having you know very stark background to the lyric, I think really accents them. The album is called Compositions by John Steele, Volume Two. It's available out there now, and uh, we want to thank you for joining us here on the David Bowers Awards, and again this week, where we just spend an hour playing new indie music and talking with the artists who make it, and we want to thank Mary Perry of Rochester, New York, accredited disability representative who underwrites a show on our flagship station, WRMZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York. And remember, folks, you can hear us on almost all of the major uh, carrier streaming services for podcasts. So check us out. And if you know someone that likes new indie music, turn them on to the show. Have them give a listen. We're free. We're here every week. We just love being able to do what we do john bon jovial how are things in the bon jovial land this week well you can't really call it much of a swamp this week because we're getting some very really just fabulous winter weather here in southwest florida with the temperatures going down into the low 50s at night and the high temps in the low 70s during the day low humidity oh my gosh this has got to be probably uh, seriously the best winter that we've had in about 10 years and the long-term forecast is for more of the same, and uh, that just pleases Good me grief. immensely. How about uh, what's going on <laughs> out there the in the uh, stinking desert? <laughs> you got your woolies out yet? Oh, yeah. It's going to go down to 50 <laughs> hey, degrees. i got to get my park out. Very nice winter. <laughs> we're basking in the glory of a very nice winter here, too. We've, uh, we've gotten through the colder part of it, 
and uh, we've returned to uh, more nearly normal temperatures, uh, hovering right around 70 plus or minus in the daytime. Night times, 40s to uh, around 50, and it's uh, it's really beautiful here this time of year as well. So uh, hey, we're both riding high on the uh, on the beautiful weather. Indeed, and, uh, we that's are. That's a good yes. thing. It's nice. It's nice not to hear you complaining about your weather for a change. <laughs> I have so many other things to want to take about. a moment. <laughs> yes, that's true. We want to take a moment right now uh, for a rather somber award, uh, actually an award in uh, memoriam, I guess you could say. A, uh, a dear friend of ours and uh, a definite friend of uh, music in the world, a, uh, a legend in his own time, Mr. Bob Shane, one of the founding members of the Kingston Trio who awakened America to its folk music roots in the 50s and 60s and uh, introduced many who weren't aware of folk music to the artists that had, uh, that had pioneered it in our country from, uh, from Guthrie on up to the, uh, to the more recent times and uh, laid the groundwork, opened the door for uh, the latter-day folk stars, Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, Judy Collins, and, of course, the groups that went along with it, the, uh, the Limelighters, Peter, Paul, and Mary, and all of them. And uh, we lost Bob over the weekend, and uh, that would be the weekend that uh, this was recorded. And he, uh, we lost him, uh, I believe it was Sunday night, the 26th of January, uh, 2020 uh, for those of you who are listening to this in the future and uh, we're really saddened by the loss it's uh, it's something that uh, we understand is going to come to pass for each of us in our time but uh, it still saddens us nevertheless that uh, Bob was uh, in addition to being a musical visionary and uh, a uh, tremendous uh, arranger of the music to uh, with the group, uh, the way he was able to uh, to get the group to knit together these songs and create a style that was all their own, is just uh, just a uh, tribute to the man and his talents. And uh, I was lucky enough to run into him by accident. Um, I met him at a uh, place that I was working in Arizona back uh, I don't know 10, 15 years ago, I guess, and uh, we over a period of time, got to know each other, struck up a friendship and uh, it's lasted to this day. And I'm very proud and pleased to be able to call Bob Shane a friend because in addition to a music visionary, a talented musician and singer, he's also one great guy, as you know, John Bon Jovial. Oh yeah. Well, Bob was the consummate professional, but he was also a very gentle man. And I remember the, uh, you know, the time that you and I went over to his house in Arizona, in Phoenix, and we, uh, uh, you know, broke bread with him and, and talked for hours. And uh, he was so welcoming. <laughs> he was so welcoming and, had to, and, and so genuinely he glad. He had to throw to us out. We got totally wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> but he, 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 seemed so, he was so welcoming of me into his home. And it's something that I've never forgotten, nor will I ever forget. So, uh, uh, Bob, you're a good guy, and we will miss you. Um, 
you know, just the influence that he had, as you said, on the music scene of the late 50s and early 60s, uh, Tim Harden, Phil Oakes, uh, and, uh, of course, uh, Joni Mitchell, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, just to name a few of the artists that were influenced by this absolute phenomenal giant of the music industry, Bob Shane, and we will miss him dearly. We will indeed, and our sympathies and condolences to his widow, Bobby. And uh, Bob, you may be gone, but you ain't getting away that easy. Uh-uh, you will you not be forgotten. forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Thank you so much. Speaking of music with a folk influence, uh, tie a little folk, a little country, maybe some pop, uh, you know, an Americana sound, and you come up with a group who call themselves the Jangling Sparrows. We're going to listen to them right now and then talk to Mr. Paul Edelman uh, right after we listen to Follow Me Down. So you think it might be time for you to land a handsome gent for helping you at the grocery store maybe setting up your tents you know you make a wake of boys as you're walking from the bar with your Milky flanks and your hand me down call. But no matter what you do, there's an insatiable itch. You had it all sewn up, but I guess you missed the stitch. So now you're looking at me like I might be your latest fad because I leer like a painter. And I Nothing that you can't live without. 
I forget to mention in that uh, in that introduction a little touch of rock and roll in the music too. Yeah, just, <laughs> there you go. They call themselves Jangling <laughs> Sparrows, and here to talk with us right now is the Wizard of Asheville, North Carolina, Paul Edelman. Come on in, Paul. Hello there. How are you? How did you know that's what they call me? <laughs> I the Wizard I of don't Asheville. have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, hey, listen, so is that music. That. I mean, I'll give you credit. See, it's been uh, almost a year since you were here last. Uh, you were here in February last year. And uh, I think you know. I think it's safe to say uh, on this new album, Bootstraps and Other American Fables, that uh, you've, uh, you've you cut it a little bit, uh, a little bit harder. You, you've got a little edgier uh, in the last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this body of work is definitely, I mean, obviously, but, uh, once like you'll probably see, like, I'm already planning another record. It's, it's going to be uh, yet another thing. Basically, this is a body of work. I've had these songs around. Some of them have been around for years, but I just, you know, I don't know where to put them. And so, uh, the unit I was with, the guys on this record, um, we play these songs live and they were starting to really come together and form and they just, you know, I was able to find this body of work and put it together and it made sense. So I was able to put it on a record and just sonically they all made sense together. So it made sense to put it on one album and, and make it, make it a, you know, a body of work together. And I've had the privilege of listening to the entire album, and uh, I agree with you. It's a, it's a, uh, a definitely a, an en, en, engrave, engrossing body of work here, and it's fun as all heck to listen to. And I've heard you, I've heard you referred to as an award-winning songwriter, and uh, as an edgy songwriter, and let's see, soul-driven, uh, eclectic. I, how do you, how do you feel? About, you know, if you had to put a label on yourself, what would you call yourself? Uh, rock and roll. I know that sounds cliche. It's rock and roll, man. But um, hey. <laughs> the, the influences, and I think we talked about this on the last album, the influences just come up in playing with who I'm playing with. So I don't know if you recall, the last album had some, like, second line and Zydeco influences. And in fact, mm -hmm. the song you just played, is picking up on that. So I'm kind of glad you played that one because that beat that the drummer's doing is, is, isn't straight rock beat. He's going, Boop, tuk, 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 and he's kind of doing that almost like a second line ish shuffle right. in that rock song. So there's some thematically, I've stayed with a lot of those feels and things from that. I picked up playing with the group of people I was with the last time. And, um, and so, yeah, no, and, and just carrying over and things like that. So that, that term, I was calling it Zyda folk. <laughs> um, I like it. I like it's it. Just, you know, it's Americana. It's songwriter driven, but um, 
you know, I was starting to get influenced by those those different feels, you know, those more, you know, like dancey, danceable feels and such. Well, I, I think it's, uh, it is uh, interesting to the point of being amazing how you do manage Thanks. to tie all of these, uh, well, really all of these genres, these styles of music, uh, and, and these types of, uh, of presentation, actually, all into one song, and importantly, make it work. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there very pensive. What you got on your <laughs> mind? I know, I know you're just waiting to jump in. Well, you know, sure. Uh, Paul, you kind of beat me to the punch on one of the questions I wanted to ask you, because whenever I listen uh, to music on this show, I always listen for influences or what I perceive to be an influence. And I was going to ask you about the Zydeco aspect of it, because I swear, while I was listening to that, I really, all of a sudden, I got hungry for some, you know, red beans and rice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, so, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, it really is a nice driving tune, and uh, but it, it definitely has a, uh, a southeastern, uh, you know, particularly, uh, you know, New Orleans kind of an influence to it, and... Uh, uh, well, I'll tell people that it happened organically. So, like, I, we may have had this conversation for the last album, but, I, I, you know, I, I think it's worth going over because one thing I don't, I, I don't, like, it's, you know, it happened naturally. So it happened acoustically. So I was touring with, um, as a duo a lot, with an acoustic, and um, my duo partner played the uh, squeeze box. And... Um, I just started taking all these songs that I had and this, just the sonically, the squeeze box, what it does, the, the, like just the wash over that it has, it really afforded me, like my ear just started hearing different rhythms inside that big wash of the squeeze box on the acoustic. And then we brought that idea, like I was taking diff, just playing with rhythms of songs that I already had because that's just what the squeeze box was telling me to do, so to speak. And so we took that idea and we brought those beats into the full band and made them work. And that's what happened on the last album, 140 Nickels. And then I don't have the squeeze box with me anymore, but that idea has carried over into a lot of songwriting that I keep going. And it's carried over on a few songs on this album as well. And it'll keep going on. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you where the, uh, where the squeeze box was, we missed that there. But uh, what even what have you been planning now? You you just sort of alluded to the fact that you're you you're already working on future music coming up. You're doing any touring? You're getting out and playing for people? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I plan on. I mean, I'm I'm doing the booking as we speak. The shows are starting to come in um, for spring and summer. Um, I'll be doing some fall. There's a chance. Um, I might be going to Austin for Americana Fest in September. Um, but I know that it might, some of it might be duo tours, uh, just cause duo is easier to, uh, you know, it's easier to manage it's, you know, sure. at, on the road. Um, but yeah, no, we'll be, we'll be touring around the band. We'll be absolutely touring. We're going down to uh, the coast in February. Um, and just doing around the region from like March on. Absolutely. And where can they find you online so they can find out what you're up to, where you're going to be playing, and, you know, are you going to be playing oh, uh, in my town or whatever? Yeah, www.janglingsparrows.com. It's got all the show dates. It'll tell you whether it's a band show, where it is, or a duo, or me solo. Um, 
Oh, absolutely. And it's got the new record on it. Um, you can, uh, yeah, you can purchase the, the hard copy disc or you can just, you know, buy them digitally, however you want to do it. Um, and also, uh, I, I probably should do, I'm, I'm starting a Patreon page. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm starting one. And so like on the website, there'll be a link to it. If anyone is interested in supporting the work in that way. Now I haven't literally have no content on it yet because I just started it, but it, it's actually fine because the way I mine is set up is, is, is if you do want to like pledge some support, then you don't, it doesn't hit, if, if I don't have the content, you, it doesn't hit your account. So you only pay for what actually I do post. But there's a Patreon page there that I want to start getting more into with, you know, lyrics for people. People seem to be interested in the lyrics. Um, oh, definitely. Advanced, advanced copies or advanced, like, you know, recordings of unreleased music, things like that. Um, and for anyone listening, if you do want to support... Any ideas are welcome. I'm just getting this thing off the ground. So if you have an idea of like, hey, I'd like to see this from you or the, an artist that I support, I'm totally an open book to new ideas and how, how I can provide that kind of access to supporters. That is terrific. I like that. And uh, I like the fact that you do, you know, welcome interaction with the fans because uh, really that's what it's all about. And it makes it so much so much more powerful when you can do that. And I want to remind you that we have the page on the, on Facebook. We have that, uh, the David Bowers awards, uh, page groups page where you can post whatever you're doing, whatever you want to share, anything to do with your music, yes. uh, you know, rumors, whatever you got going, uh, post it up there. And not only will that reach our followers there, but uh, we'll take that and spread it all around the place. So, you know, put your deepest, darkest secrets on there. And I promise you that, uh, you know, we can keep a secret, but the people we tell can't. So feel free to jump on there, share whatever you want, and we'll make sure it gets spread around. Now, we've got about one minute left, and I want to ask you to tell us about this next track from Bootstraps and Other American Fables that we're going to play, which has the unique title of Hey, hey, Harriet Tubman. Oh, uh, so this is just a, uh, this is a, it's kind of an ode. Uh, it's, uh, I assume people know who she is, but, you know, she, you know, in case they don't, she was a, uh, um, she was a freed uh, slave who, uh, who worked for the Underground Railroad and was responsible for um, helping hundreds and hundreds of um enslaved black people escape to the north, um, among other things, actually. So, uh, song's fairly old, just in case, you know, it's, it's one of those songs I was talking about before. It's, it's been around a while, but it fit into this body of work. Um, so it's really a song to her, and it's kind of like a, a call to her. <laughs> so to speak. I gotcha. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming and sharing with us, uh, Paul, we look forward to having you back again in the future, and please do keep in touch with us. Thank you so Thank much you. once again, ladies and gentlemen, Thank Paul Eatman of Jangling Sparrows from their newest album, Bootstraps and Other American Fables. Here he is, Hey, Hey, Harriet Tubman.
There you go. That's Hey, Hey, Harriet Tubman. They call themselves Jangling Sparrows. That's from their latest album, Bootstraps, and other American fables. Check it out. I know you're going to enjoy it. Right here on the David Bowers Awards, we're moving along because we have our next guest standing by, and we don't want to keep a lady waiting. So listen up. This is called Just Watch Me. Her name is Kristen Kay. That's kind of my thing Yeah, you think 
Just watch me, and uh, we're not only going to watch, we're going to listen to her, have her come in here, sit down, and chat with us for a few minutes. Hello, Kristen. Hey, what's up? Hey, you are. How you doing? Doing awesome. Fantastic. So glad you could be here with us today. Great sound you've got. How long have you been, how long have you been making this music? Well, thanks so, so much for having me on. Um, but I've actually, this is my debut single, believe it or not. <laughs> um, I have kind of been singing and performing my whole life, but I've more seriously really only been doing the solo artist thing for about a year or so. So I'm kind of just getting started. Well, that's one heck of a debut single. I want to congratulate you on that. And I know you just alluded to the fact that uh, this is your solo debut and uh, you are doing, have done, and are doing some group work. And we're going to get to that in just a couple of minutes because uh, it's a very interesting adjunct to your career. But I want to talk about you. You said you've, uh, you've been singing most of your life. And this is your debut single. It's a great sound. Uh, it's one that's definitely going well, to kick up some interest. You got to keep uh, you got to keep knocking on doors and getting that song out there because uh, you know anybody who hears it is going to want to play it, and uh, that's what it comes down to: getting it played, and well, that's what you. it's going to do. Are, are you doing Are you doing any appearances now, supporting your release? Um, honestly, right now I am in the middle of uh, preparing myself to move to Nashville um, very shortly here. <laughs> 
And, oh, uh, well. and I'm also still working on my writing, but um, that is my my uh, number one priority, just so I can move my music career forward even more than I am right now. I love Kentucky, my, my home, but um, I'm very excited to get to Nashville and really just move my music forward even more than I have. So I'm excited. I don't blame <laughs> you there. And uh, with what you're doing, being in Nashville sure can't hurt. Uh, it's a uh, Hey, it's where it's happening. John Bon Jovi will come on in and say hello to Kristen. Well, hi, Kristen, and we are <laughs> so thrilled that you're here. And I found myself just unconsciously kind of tapping my toes to just watch me. Uh, that's good dancing music. Well, you think? And and that's that's really your debut single. It. That's amazing because you <laughs> you sound like you've been doing this for many many years. So congratulations on finding that well, sound early and getting to it. That's great. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've kind of like done little things here and there, um, figuring out my sound and stuff like that because that is super important for sure. Um, but I will say, ever since I got my um, awesome manager, Jill Pavel, and I'm now with Heart Songs Records, um, which is a great label, um, my whole world has completely changed. So uh, she's helped me quite a lot, and uh, I'm just really, really excited to see where things go and just keep putting out music and keep learning everything. Pretty much all of last year was my, uh, my uh, year of first. Like my, oh, my first interview and my first song and my first appearance and my first, all the things, which makes it really, really fun. It's crazy, but it's a, it's a really cool time. Well, so. we're, we're really glad that we can participate in that advancement in your career. And uh, hopefully we will see you here more and uh, with more of your music. But uh, boy, I got to tell you, you know, listening to this song that we just played, what I want to know, because I kind of look at things more from the technical point of view, you know, David's the showman. I'm, I'm sort of the, uh, the audio engineer, if you will. Uh, but I, I want to know uh, what kind of process or thought process that you went through in the production of Just Watch Me. Um, I will say I for sure knew I wanted it to be kind of like a country rock um, mix, kind of a Miranda Lambert-esque type of song because I absolutely love her, but mostly because um, <laughs> I think I said it in the song, but I kind of wanted to come out with Fire and Flames. And I will say I worked really hard um, with my manager, with my awesome producer, Justine Blazer, who, uh, who put it together and worked with both of them and uh, worked really hard on the sound. I just wanted it to be uh, a, a really wow type of song, and I'm just really glad that everybody seems to really like it and feel that way about it. That means a lot to me because I worked so hard on it. And did, you, uh, did you write the song? Yes, I actually co-wrote it with my producer, Justine Blazer. Very good. Now, uh, for a, uh, <laughs> you know, and I'll, I'll go back to what I said before. For a debut song, that is one knockout punch. That's uh, that's the way to arrive on the scene. Take the stage and make well, it your own. And you you definitely <laughs> done that. that. I've had the I've had the chance to uh, to exchange notes with uh, Jill, and uh, I. Uh, I agree with you. She is a, an excellent person to have on your side. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I love the fact that she is thorough. She gets in there and makes sure that everything is the way it's supposed to be, that it's done on time, that the artist is, uh, you know, contacted and knows what they're doing. Uh, because if, I, I hate it 
when I get a last-minute phone call or uh, a message yeah, online saying, by the way, what are we supposed to do this afternoon? And I'm thinking, well, gee, we've been talking about this for a week or more. Uh, yeah, oh, no. I, it's good that you finally figured out you want to know what's going on. But, no, she uh, covered all the bases, and that's good. That's got to give you a feeling of confidence moving forward. And uh, I, think, uh, yeah. I think it's safe to say I, I that you yeah, I think it's safe to say that you've got a good future there in front of you. As long as you keep doing what you're doing, putting your heart into it and giving it your best, I think you're going to be all right. And I think we're going to be uh, fighting with others to get you to come back on the show in the future. So uh, don't forget you were well, here thanks. early and we're going to look forward <laughs> to having you come back. John? Yeah, I wanted Aww, to know. I definitely will come back. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, well, we want you back too. But what I want to know is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kristen, is uh, the, uh, the the advancement of your music, you know, that's a very important thing to a lot of people. They, they evolve, uh, they, they change, they finesse. What do you see, uh, what is the future for Kristen Kay and her music? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm a very goal-oriented person, so I'm kind of with, trying to stay in the moment because we're all thinking so forward all the time. But um, I'm kind of always thinking of the next thing, and I will say it has already been discussed. Um, I think I know what my next single is going to be, um, and I have to go in and record it probably in the next, like, few months. But I'm very excited to, uh, to put out another single to kind of show a different side. I think I'm really proud of Just Watch Me, but I, I'm interested to show a different side to myself as an artist. Because I think when you only have one single out, everyone's like, oh, well, she's just country rock. And I'm like, yes, I do love that sound, but I definitely want to show different sides of myself. And I think the next one will um, show that a little bit. But I will say as of the future, man, I just I just think of new goals and I'm just like, okay, check mark. And then I, and I keep going forward. And uh, I don't know. I'm very like the sky is the limit. <laughs> And when I accomplish something, I just am like, okay, how can I improve this? How can I make it better? How can I move forward faster and stronger? Like, that's just kind of how I'm always thinking, I guess. I'm such a workaholic. <laughs> well, do you consider yourself, yep. you know, in, in the future, are people going to look at you as a rocker, as a country artist, as a country folk artist? Uh, how do you want people to, to, to look at you? What, you know, what is the impression that you want to give them? I definitely always say my sound is very much always going to be country and rooted in country. I think, and I think any artist could say this, you have a little bit of different influences in your life, and uh, they all kind of show in different songs. Um, but I think when you come up with a song this hard, sometimes you're like, man, I still want to put out a ballad just to show that I'm like not that forceful like all the time. I mean, I, I'm going to say that my, my most of my songs are probably going to be very country, very sassy, because I am a redhead. It's kind of what we do. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I definitely think, uh, I think, though, I always kind of have that little bit of a, a rock edge. One of my, my good friends says, uh, he's like, you very much are a country artist, but you almost perform like a rock artist. So I kind of have, like, that essence, I guess, without even trying. <laughs> Not a bad <laughs> combination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going back to what you alluded to before about uh, about your group work, uh, I know that you are, in fact, uh, part of another group, and I wanted to touch on that not only 
because you gave me one of your uh, one of your group tracks to play next, and we're going to be doing that in just a few minutes. Uh, but also because there's a there's an element of confusion with the group that you have, the name of the group, and the fact that there's another group that's closely identified with a similar name. And I want to I want to be sure and clear up any confusion there. Uh, because you have your own group, your own image, and we want people to know, you know, we're not campaigning one group against the other or anything like that, but we want people to know who's who and to know, you know, if they want your music, this is the, this is the group that you're in. Tell us a little bit about your group, Highway Women. Yeah, so um, the Highway Women is definitely um, a very country group, and it's very cool because... All the girls in it are solo artists, and we all are in the country genre, but we all have kind of like different influences and different styles, so it's kind of fun. I always say the Highway Women kind of gives you a little bit of everything that you would want out of country because we have all these different styles. Um, the the different uh, girls besides me, Kristen Kay, is um, Drew Haley, Amanda Pruitt, and Heather Harper, and uh, I know Heather is a little bit more on the pop side. Drew's a little bit more um, on the uh, folksy side, and Amanda Prude is definitely a little bit harder edge side, so, sort of similar to me, uh, more like Outlaw, I guess. But um, it's kind of cool because we all have the different sounds. Um, so it's really, really fun, and I absolutely love that group, and that group is definitely um, helping me so much in my career and learning and figuring out who I am as an artist and stuff like that because... It's kind of fun to be around all these different influences and uh, see how they actually end up influencing yourself back as a, an artist, even as a solo artist yourself. So it's kind of cool. Absolutely. Now, folks who want to find you in your group's music, what's the, uh, what's the websites, the social media that they can go to and find you? So it would be at highwaywomen.com. You'll find all of our links and stuff there or on all of those Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. All the usual suspect places, of course. And, uh, yeah, I, I had talked to, I had talked with Jill about it and she was, she was telling me pretty much what you just said that the, uh, the other group is, uh, very Americana with uh, a pop tinge to it and that you guys are staying on the countryside with perhaps a little, injection of some rock in there to pep it up a little bit and uh, that's great yeah. i mean the fact that uh, there are more groups doing a similar image it basically it just gives everybody more to choose from and i think it's fantastic not only that the group sound is available but that uh, there's definite uh, female influence there and uh, there's been so much talk about not enough females getting played in country music and uh, right. it, it, it's just gotten to the point where you know you sit back and say okay there's two ways to look at it one the the ladies aren't getting enough plays and then on the other hand you look at it you know if the ladies are doing something the people want to hear and you get the word out so they can hear it then it's up to the people to determine if they're getting Very enough true. plays or not. So it's a, it's a two-way street. You've got to have the product for the people to want to hear, and then the people have to want to hear it and act upon that. So uh, it's a, uh, it's a very edgy situation, and I agree with the basic concept yeah. that uh, you know women should definitely have every bit as much of an advantage as the guys do, and they should get a fair shake, get as much play you know, if they're putting out the product, 
that uh, you know is is the equal, and uh, then they should definitely get equal attention. And you guys, if uh, I've heard the song, John hasn't, the audience hasn't heard it yet, but uh, you guys are putting out a sound as they heard with you that is definitely. Uh, it's it's got all the commercial qualities without being hokey, of course, and uh, it's it's a good, <laughs> solid, well done sound that's well produced, well presented. Well, thank you. And as I said, I think you're uh, I think you're going to go a long way. You keep doing what you're doing because uh, you you've definitely got something working for you there. We're going to play another track well, right now. You know, we've got about thirty seconds. Tell us about the Highway Women song. God made me right. The God Made Me Right is all about just loving yourself for who you are and just being proud of who you are, no matter what that looks like, no matter how tall, short, no matter what size you are, just just loving who you are and owning it. I, I love that. I do, too. Thank you so much for coming by and sharing with us. We wish you all the best. Do come back and see us when you get that next uh, when you get that next single in the can. Let us know, and we'll try and get it on and give it a play, too. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Her name is Kristen K. That's K-A-E. Look her up. Talk to her. Go, go, go to her website. Go to her site online and tell her what you think of her music. She wants to hear from you. All of the artists love to hear from their fans. That's where they find out how they stand and where they're going. So drop her a line. Let her know that you heard her and what you think of her. Kristen K., this is called God Made Me Right. Who just wanna have fun tonight This song's for all of the women Who's not going down without a fight This song's for all of the females Who let their sparkle shine bright This song's for all the fearless chicks Who turns every wrong into a right I'm not sure what you have heard Last time I checked girls' Who likes giving kisses to their one and only sweetheart I'm not sure what you have heard Last time I checked, girls ruled the world
They call themselves the Highway Women, and it's Heather Harper, Amanda Pruitt, and our guest here today, Kristen K with a K-A-E, and uh, really excited for her. Great sound she's got there. I think the girl has a long way that she's going to go, and we're looking forward to tracking her success over the next few months and years. Love that song, too. Great, great concept. God made me right. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Kristen. Thank you also to Paul Edelman and Jangling Sparrows for sharing a couple of tracks and the story of their brand new album with us. We'll look forward to seeing you again next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. In the meantime, John Bon Jovial, take us home. Well, yes, sir. I'll tell you what, folks, you did it again. Spent another perfectly good hour with the David Bowers Awards, and we are absolutely positively grateful that you have done just exactly that. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free. That's right, free on Blog Talk Radio. You'll also find us on the Anchor FM app for iOS and Android platforms, as well as Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and now on the TuneIn Radio app and the Cuyahoga Valley Radio Network, along with Live 365. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page, and please do like us on Facebook as well as Twitter. That's the David Bowers Awards. And be sure to join us next week, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern for WRFZ FM 106.3. That's Rochester Radio for another edition of the David Bowers Awards. And you'll find us on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m., 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously happy and geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the lovable, legendary John Bon Jovial, saying that we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.